Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. A lot of people say the Bengals are lucky to have won, right? As I said when the season started, guys, I have a feeling Joe Burrow, we're going to be saying that a lot throughout his career. I said this going into the season. We're going to say a lot. Oh, if only for that. Oh, he's lucky. He's going to get lucky a lot, it seems to me. In other words, at a certain point, you go, maybe it's It, go, it goes back to that same luck. question I asked. It was a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about the difference between Justin Herbert and Trevor Lawrence. And, like, nobody questions the talent level because Justin Herbert's talent, I, I think, succeeds 95% of the quarter, maybe 99% of the yeah, quarterbacks. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow are more right? talented, right? right? Yeah. But who will win more? In time, like who has more of that moxie down the stretch that you trust more? And me, I started to lean towards Trevor Lawrence. I, I, and I can see why. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Guys, uh, th- look, if not for a fumble recovery as Tyler Huntley tries to go over the top of the pile and gets, and gets the ball knocked loose and recovered, 98-yard fumble recovery, return for a touchdown, 11 minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and then – the Bengals go on to win, and that's against a backup starting court. I get it. But the Bengals have real injury concerns at this point. They have a five-man combination. Remember how bad the offensive line was last year? Joe Burrow getting sacked a 1,000 times a game in the playoffs and winning anyway. But this year, they had the, their five-man offensive line had the second most regular season snaps together of any offensive line combination in the NFL. Only the Steelers' offensive line played more together, and now all of a sudden they lost three guys of of those five. Three guys in the last four weeks. Key, I imagine that's going to make a big difference, and they did give up four sacks last night against the Ravens. Yeah, it it, it can make a difference going, you know, as you continue to go on. Look, you you got coming up, you you got the Bills clearly, and their offensive line is going to be important to be able to protect him up in uh, up in Buffalo. And then if you are lucky enough to move on, those other two defensive lines in Jacksonville or Kansas City can certainly create some heat and some havoc for you. Um, they get the ball out quick, though. And that's the thing of Cincinnati and Zach Taylor and company is that they understand, as you saw against the Ravens, that they got the ball out fast. They really didn't push the ball down the field. It was a lot of three-step, quick five-step and a hitch. You get the ball out fast because they couldn't protect him up front the way they wanted to, so it didn't allow them to take deeper drops. It'll be interesting to see throughout the course of the week, though, what their protection scheme looks like going up against Buffalo and what they're able to you know, design and come up with. Uh, but offensive line is extremely important come playoff time, especially as the weather starts to change and you got to push forward and run the football. You know, Keo, over the weekend I was watching a, a clip on NFL Live where they were talking about Joe Burrow gets the ball out within 2.5 seconds of the snap. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's insane. Tom Brady. Like, that's insane to me. Like that's the, the thing the, that Brady always The ability to make reads yeah. that quickly makes it so difficult to get to him. But even with your O-line, you know, being somewhat you know, plagued by injuries to a degree, like a guy's ability to see the field, to go through his progressions that quickly to make plays – it just keeps the ball moving, keeps the change. He's got to know pre-snap exactly where he's going, right? And then, and then if you have to change something, okay. But you have a, he has a very, like Brady, a ve- preparation, a very good idea of what's going on in any given moment. The Bengals allowed four sacks to the Ravens last night, okay? So they have a nine-game win streak now, including the playoffs. But during that win streak, I don't think it's, I don't think it's coincidental, they had 13 sacks over their first two games this season. They, were, they, they lost a couple of close ones early in the season. 
They've only given up 14 sacks over their final eight games. So about the same number of sacks in four times the number of games because of what I mentioned earlier, the offensive line, and generally this happens, offensive lines that play together get better as the season goes on because they get to know each other, right? Well, and they have continuity. and they, But now with these injuries, guys, that's the most they've allowed, four sacks in a game, in this entire win streak. That does not bode well, Key, as you mentioned, against Buffalo. Yeah, and, and, and what else is you, the secondary? They've got to get their secondary healthy and make sure those guys are healthy because they're getting ready to go up against Diggs and Davis and, and the emerging star now. And, and uh, what's my guy here, the little guy who scored at the KMO, Beasley, Cole Beasley and company, that they're going to be going up against them. So it's going to be important for the Eli Apples of the world and to, to get healthy, get back out on the field, because if they're not out there, it's going to be a field day pushing that ball in the air. Now, the big meantime, thing is Alex Kappa. Will Alex Kappa be able to come back? I mean, that right guard for them is another big thing on that O-line. Well, I, I, you got Kappa. Piece. You got Jonas Williams. who yeah. Al Collins. Yeah. <laughs> Jonas, man. Oh, man, the play that he got hurt on, they pushed him in the backfield. I was like, wait a minute, man, you're 300-some pounds. How you allow that dude to do that to you? Meantime. We've seen Joe Burrow succeed in the playoffs in spite of being sacked multiple times, so he gives them a chance, among other players that give them a chance, right? From the, from the, let's, but they're moving on to Buffalo. We're going to deal with that throughout the week. The Ravens' side of the conversation, on the other hand. Here is Marlon Humphreys, Ravens cornerback, the postgame presser defending Lamar Jackson. Speculation with him not having a contract, this, that, and the third, but, you know, I mean, I don't even know if I should say this, but he's like limping around the facility. That's kind of the crazy thing that people don't see, obviously. So, obviously, we knew he wasn't going to be able to be out there with us, but um, hopefully we, we signed him to a big-term deal, and he's, you know, he's a raven with me forever. Mm, mm, mm. I don't understand why people are questioning if Lamar could have played or not. I don't get that. The man say he has a swollen PCL and his knee is messed up. They say he, his teammates say he's hurt. Why is it that people are questioning his loyalty to stepping on the damn field? So he, uh, it's crazy to me. I know we, we we had this conversation last week, and I I didn't believe that so he was going to play. My damn nerves. And this weekend, I, and it really bothered me because I I love him as a player and I love him as a person too. But when I heard Michael Vick on Fox while I was at the airport just say, you know, put a brace on it and play, I'm like, no, no, we just don't put a brace on it. And play, and then RG three promptly then tweeted out, you know, putting a brace on it when he was with the Redskins, and he got hurt. And I, I just, I, I don't believe you should jeopardize your own health for the sake of the team when you've already put things on the line, and you felt like you haven't been rewarded with the contract that you feel like you deserve. I agree with that. So I, you know, I was all about Lamar doing what whatever was in the best interests of Lamar Jackson, but that but nobody the, else. But those but two things on can the brace on it. He, he can't put a brace, brace on it. It's swollen. It has inflammation. The man said, I have inflammation in my knee. Uh, and, and it's a PCL. And it's this, this, this. It's he a P- gave a It's a detailed, PCL, Key. And it's, it's not like he doesn't use that knee. He, it's gave, a he, gave a, 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 he gave an explanation of his injury. Why? I, I don't, and, and Michael Vick can say whatever he wants to say. And, and RG3 can say whatever he wants to say. But Lamar Jackson is his body and his legs. And he was the one who said, I can't go. Meantime, J.K. Dobbins, Ravens running back, is not happy with that play on the goal line that resulted in the loss where where, where Huntley tries to jump over the top. 
with his usage. Listen to Ravens running back J.K. Dobbins. I'm a guy that feels like if, if I'm on the field all the time, then I can help this team win. I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, and it's the playoffs. Why am I not out there all the time? I should be the guy. I'm tired of holding that back. I'm tired of that. It's the playoffs. I'm tired of holding that back. Let's go win the game. I'm tired of holding back on that. I'm tired of that. Did, like, did you say that to anybody? Yeah, I did. I'm tired of it. 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 Like, I'm tired of it. Like, like I'm a playmaker. I'm a, I'm a guy that my teammates feed off me when I'm on the field. I should be out there all the time. You know what I'm saying? But that's just not the case how I go here. Key, I don't mean to mind a quarterback sneak, right? Like, or you try to get it, but but that was kind of a boneheaded play by Huntley, really. The more you watch it, too, trying to go over the well, top. Well, it, it's just not that play in the red zone. There were several plays in the red zone that was, you know, scratching your head. The plays that they were – it's like, wait a minute, man. Why are you doing that? Instead of turning around, giving the ball to to, to uh, J.K. Dobbins on um, in the red zone now deep into the – at the goal line – they tried several different plays and throwing the football. It just was a weird it was a weird sequence of events when they got into the red zone. I did not understand. And I understand what what Dobbins is saying, hey man, I'm here. I'm here for a reason. And I'm tired of this. And that's the way all running backs feel when coaches get cute when they get down there, they start trying things instead of turning around to hand the ball. Pete Carroll learned that in the Super Bowl. Well, the Man, thing- just turn around and hand the ball to Marshawn Lynch instead of trying to be cute. Well, the thing is, you know, Pete Carroll had Russell Wilson for whatever you want to say about that relationship, but by him being the, the franchise quarterback. And I think if you're J.K. Dobbins, you're pissed off about this because you're sitting there saying, wait, we don't have our franchise quarterback. If that's Lamar Jackson, you know, I'm, I'm probably salty, but I'm not saying nothing because that's Lamar Jackson. Well, it's Huntley right now. So if that's Huntley, I'm not dude. I'm not guy. And by the way, that comment makes it feel like it's way bigger than just this game. It feels like there's been a habit of them going away from J.K. Dobbins when Lamar is well, not. I'm sure. Him. Yes, I'm sure he feels a certain way. Not just in this game. It's probably little things on certain down and distance and all that. And he, like he said, he should be out there. I was talking to some football people for the weekend, who were like, you know, people, all the receivers, know they they play with Lamar Jackson and da 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 da. But that's what they say on Twitter when it comes down to it. Not, there's not actually a lot of interest in going to Baltimore. But let's leave Lamar Jackson out of this. Well, people stop saying that. Let, well, hold on, hold on. Let's leave Lamar Jackson out of it because it is true. It does seem that skills position players, so-called skills position players, don't seem super happy there. Like, they want to leave. And, and so it's not so much about Lamar Jackson as it is maybe the philosophy where it's all about the, the quarterback and the tight end, right? And maybe everyone else feels like, come on, man, we, it can't just be about the quarterback and the tight end, or we're not going to win. I think that's legit, Key. I, I, that's how I'd feel if I was a receiver or a running back. Yeah, maybe. Just give me the damn ball. You know, that's a catchy phrase. You should maybe think about doing something with that. <laughs> just give me the damn ball. I, I think you could maybe do something with that. Maybe. How much? Uh, just give me the damn money. How much money did Daniel Jones earned himself? Yesterday, Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn. Jay Will and Max. Whenever I hear the word rebuild, like you think, all right, what is that, a two, three, four-year process? We just watched the Giants rebuild and get to the playoffs in year one of the Brian Dable era. So it's doable as long as you have the right coaches that provide Man. the right culture. Keyshawn, Jay Will, uh. and Max, ESPN Radio. Uh. Yeah, we, uh. need that. we need that Dave Chappelle uh, line from Half-Baked. I'm sorry. Samson, I'm sorry when Samson had the crossbow on him. We well, need that. For who are you saying sorry to? I need to say that to Daniel Jones. Why? Because I, I mocked him sometimes at times. I do. He's my hero now. And Jay, now he's he your played. hero. That's right. Daniel, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, Max blows like the wind, man. Yeah. Then you, uh, Key, oh, uh, who does he owe? Maybe the Dolphins an apology, the way they played to, against the Bills? How are you going to get an apology because you played they well? barely lost without okay, the starting quarterback lost. on the road. Ain't no damn apology. Apology for what? For he's, what? He's doing what he's supposed to be doing, right? What's that? Daniel what Jones is doing, doing what he's supposed to be yeah, doing. Yeah, no, but he was better than that, though. He I, wasn't just doing what he was supposed to do. He was practically perfect. So, by the way. Jay so, owes so, me an apology, though. No, 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 no. But maybe, like, so, like, David Cutcliffe, the head coach of Duke, no, no, Peyton Manning, no, no, Eli no. Manning, the ones that tapped him as saying yeah. he has something special. He's saying I owe an apology to Gettleman. Were, were ripping them for that, too. So, do you yeah. want to go all the way back and yeah. apologize to them? Yeah, for Gettleman, for, for Gettleman identifying the guy. Pick. All right, yeah, Gettleman. Saquon I'm Barkley. sorry about that. That's right. All right, just saying. No, 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 because you know, nah, just because nah. eventually you, you – of course you're going to draft some talent to people up high. Eventually you might win a playoff game. It's four or five years later you Did win you one just, playoff. This dude, man. Anyway, the Giants beat the Vikings. That's the important thing right now. How let, – let's talk about what's really important. What did Daniel Jones just earn himself? Key, I said after week four or five. Man, if I'm the Giants right now, I'm hitting Daniel Jones up. Here's three years, 75. You said it's going to cost you three years, 90. Remember what I said when you said that? I said, deal. <laughs> I'm no, not that's pushing. Not so they ain't gonna do it anymore. It ain't gonna do it anymore. He's probably he's probably averaging. He's probably gonna average around forty. Yep. He'll average about forty. Give him a, a four year deal. <laughs> a five year deal with four years of real money. Ooh, already averaging huh? about forty a year. That's probably what they're gonna do somewhere in that that that. 38 to 40. Before the range. game, last week, he, you said three years, 85 guaranteed. You're going to have to be in the mid-30s. Now you're up to four to five years, around 40 guaranteed. Yeah. So I would say that Daniel Jones, from that playoff game, probably earned himself, because Key's a pretty good barometer of this stuff, probably earned himself about $30 million yesterday. Yeah, because because he'll play well again this week against the Eagles. They may win or lose, I don't know, but he'll play well. And it clearly, look, man, he, there's no the, based on the way he's played this year, the based on the way he played against Minnesota, there are no other quarterback options out there that's better than him. Right, especially there for this group. They, David Carr, Derek Carr is not better than him right now with the age, this, this, and this. Tom Brady's not better than him. Well, Tom Brady wouldn't go there anyway, but Brady could potentially be available. That doesn't work for them. 
who am I missing? Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, banged up injuries. Oh, he's not better than him. Aaron Rodgers, they're not going to pursue Aaron Rodgers because they're not going to want to pay $150 million to Aaron Rodgers in a trade. And they're going to go, that's too expensive. Kirk Cousins, he just beat empty calories, as you, empty statistics, yep. as you like to say. Who else is out there? But, and as a Giants fan, Jay, I'm good with Daniel Jones. I'm sitting there realistically thinking that he's the second best quarterback in the division. Yeah, I Behind think so. Jalen Hurts. I mean, it's, it. it's not far off. And I, I get what the potential of Dak can yeah. be, and I get the bag that Dak got. I need to see it tonight. It's the first step in what this playoff run can mean. But, I mean. Yeah, I ain't ready to do that yet. But, but key, I mean, his QBR has been the highest QBR in the last month and a half with the NFL. And the way, the way he creates no, plays it. with his feet it. gives, it gives him well. a different di- dynamic and dimension. Here's the question about a quarterback. To the table. Does he read defenses? Yes, he does. Is he prepared? Is he a leader? Yep, yep. Does he read defenses? Yep. Now, is he the greatest ever at going through? No, but he reads them well enough. Does he have a good arm? He does. It's strong. It's accurate. Can he run? Yes, he can. Is he afraid? No, he's not. And on top of everything else, he's dealt with the New York media. It's been brutal, and right? He's cut back on his turnovers. Never Max. Yeah, you, Max. Time. He's yeah. cut back on the turnovers. And he, like, and he doesn't really big turn thing. the ball over. Man, the dude really is good. Thing. He's good. Oh, he really, he's really good. He's but, good. So, he's, Keith, what's wrong with my argument about him potentially being the second-best quarterback in the division? No, I, there's nothing wrong with it. I just said I'm not ready to go. I'm not ready to go there yet. Well, what makes you, without a doubt, definitively take Dak over Daniel Jones right now? Well, I've seen him play well in a couple games, and and Dak has a little more – what do you call it, Jay? A little more – Like a body, a bigger body of work. Yeah, body of work. I mean, he's got a a, a more body of work. He's been good for longer than Daniel. Daniel Jones just got better. He's been good for a while. As of today, Key, as of today, who do you want on your team? Who would you want your starting team? I still would take Dak Dak Prescott as of today. As of today. That might change by tomorrow. We'll see. He well, played. by tonight. The yeah, Giants that's a, that's have a long. The Giants have back. a long history. He better not go out there and, and can, lay an egg. If he, uh, I hope he does. If doesn't. he go out there and lay an egg, I, man, I don't want him be to. very disappointed in him. The Giants have to. a long history of good quarterbacks who play great when they when they need them to most. Phil Simms was a good quarterback who was great when they needed him to be great. Eli Manning, good quarterback, was great when they needed him to be great. Can Daniel Jones be the next in that line of good Giants quarterbacks who are great? when they need him to be great, because that, in fact, makes you a great quarterback. Cowboys have the opposite problem. Cowboys have really good quarterbacks who somehow you don't trust in the biggest moments. I don't know how you ain't trust Roger Starback and Troy. I'm not, I'm, no, 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 not, no, no, I'm not going to those guys. I'm going in the last 25 years, Key. Tony Romo, and now you got I mean, Dak Prescott. You got to leave they Romo were good alone, quarterbacks, man. but when you Romo needed them most, they weren't Eli Manning, Phil Simms, and maybe not Daniel a lot Jones, of A lot of stuff is luck and different things. And stuff. Come on, man. Stop. A lot of luck, though. Stop. Luck is the residue The gum on the helmet and the, the touchdown. Some, Stop. For some, Max. What's that? Residue of design for some, yeah. not for all. Well, if Rodney Harrison grabs the guy arm and snatches it down, Stop, though. It'd be, it'd be some one things thing, are luck. See, it'd be, it's, it's like saying Tom Brady or Joe Burrow or someone like that gets luck or Patrick Mahomes gets lucky a lot. The fact is, at a certain point, yeah, you, you go, are you are lucky when you are around, surrounded around a bunch of damn good players, yeah, Max. But, but that's not Daniel Jones exactly. And my point is, at a certain point, you go, okay, wait a minute. This dude got lucky in that moment. But don't forget, on his way to that Super Bowl, Eli went – on the road and beat Romo, on the road to Green Bay in two different Super Bowl runs, 
beat Rodgers and Favre on the road, and, and then the Super Bowl beat Brady. Tw- like, so you can point, well, that was luck. That was luck. That was, man, man, that's he, a lot of luck. Man, you got a lot of luck when you got NASCAR on the other side of the ball. When you got Michael Strahan and Tuck and Yuma York, come on, man, stop. Got a lot of Let's keep it 100, Max. We get it. Eli, Eli, was, Eli was perfectly good in the playoff situation. Ice, veins, cold as – I'd play with him in a heartbeat. But let's not act like he didn't have but so 52 does Dak other Prescott players. have a lot of stuff. Dak has. My point is – so Now Romo. they do. But Now the Cowboys Dak got a lot has, of stuff. They, every single no, year that's not people true. say they got a lot of stuff. I no, don't no, listen to people. Listen to me. I do, but I promise you I can find you clips of saying Cowboys got a lot. Every year we say the same thing. You taking the Bucks tonight? Yep. I don't know. <laughs> that little internal smile. I've been lying to you. I'm sorry. Samson, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Samson, I'm sorry. Put that cross. He's apologizing to Daniel Jones. Kid. That's right. That's a- no, I was trying to think, who is that? What voice is that? That's that Dave was Chappelle, Dave Chappelle half-baked. from Half Baked. You never seen Half Baked? You never seen Half Baked? You've never seen Half Baked? Come on, Key. What is it? What? It's Yo, it's Kibbles. Movie. It's Kibbles, son. Yeah. You talking about his skit, that whole thing? No, no, uh, no. It's a movie, man. Half Baked. Oh, no I, never, no, I never saw it. You ever see the movie what? Clueless? No. I know it, but I never <laughs> watch it. You ever see the movie Johnny Dangerously? All the same director, Amy Heckerling. Very good. Yeah, Clueless. I don't, why would I want to watch Clueless? Because it's really good. Half Baked is way more down his alleyway than Clueless. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just yeah, curious. I, I'm just naming But if he hasn't seen Half Baked, he definitely hasn't seen Clueless. Yeah. No, I haven't seen Half Baked. Well, it sounds like big, some illegal activity. Well, Baked. It's legal now. That's what I'm saying, but it sounds like <laughs> some of that, you know, yeah, stuff that. Stuff. Yeah, the stuff that has a certain. <laughs> Will uh, tonight smell. be the last time we see Tom Brady in a Bucks uniform? Keyshawn J. Willemax. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. 
the Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We are joined now by ESPN Bucks reporter Jenna Lane. Morning, Jenna. Morning. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Good to talk to you. How much pressure are the Bucks feeling heading into this home game? I think there's been a greater sense of urgency, but th- but that's really been the last four weeks just to get here and, and to finish eight and nine. That's what Coach Todd Bowles said. It's really been about the last four weeks. But as far as pressure, it's Tom Brady's team. They adore him. They know this could be his last ride, and this could be his last ride with them. He could move on to another team after this. He's not under contract after the season, and that would effectively close their Super Bowl window. Um, but I think the Cowboys, honestly, might be feeling more pressure because of last week's performance against the Commanders, their road playoff history, their record against Brady, and they've lost to this Bucks team now the last two years, the last two times they've played him. So, um, but, but you know, there, there's pressure that just comes with playing with Tom Brady anyway. I mean, most guys will tell you that. They don't want to let him down and, Look, when he got here in 2020, they didn't know how much time he would have. They knew he was on a multi-year deal. But when you got a guy that's getting up there in age like that, you just you just want to go out there and, and you want to make the most of it. Being being around the facility and the guys and, and the coaches and whatnot, Janet, what, 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 do you, what percentage do you put on Tom Brady playing for whoever – next season I think he'll play somewhere next season I think he's enjoying himself and I also think that I was just talking to Clyde Christensen their quarterbacks coach about this yesterday in times of struggle of personal struggle we tend to pour ourselves into work we tend to hold on to the things that are most familiar and comfortable for us and for Tom Since he was in high school, that's been football. And so with all the challenging things that he's gone through this year personally, and and Christensen was just praised him for his ability to compartmentalize that and work through that, um, you know, I think that's something he'll lean on. Now, the real question is whether or not that'll be in Tampa. And I don't even think Tom knows the answer to that. He's just been so focused on the task at hand because he doesn't want to take time to smell the roses and he didn't want to get into reports linking him to other teams and I I get that but you know let's also not forget that the Dolphins were found to have had contact with him in December of last year so my gut tells me this is not going to be his last game but a real question will be is it his last in Tampa you know GM Jason Light will make every effort to keep him and you know keep in mind he got 11 days during training camp to attend to his family that's unprecedented for a quarterback in the NFL um this organization will bend over backwards to accommodate him, to give him what him wants, what he wants in order to be successful. Um, and the feeling in the building is getting this offensive line back to health, something they have not had all year, could go a long way to putting them back in, in position to contend next year. And I can also tell you, you know, he believes this is a special locker room. I know he genuinely cares for the guys he's playing with. He really enjoys playing with, with them, and, and they – they really enjoy playing with him as well. And we enjoy talking to you. Jenna Lane, ESPN Bucks reporter, thank you very much. That thank is... you. And likewise, Max. <laughs> likewise Thanks. to all you guys. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. We appreciate it. That, uh, that was Jenna Lane from Tampa.
What about the lowdown in Dallas? Ed Werder, ESPN NFL reporter with us. That, listen, this is the reason. This is the best thing about the Cowboys. The only good thing is I get to talk to Ed Werder every now and then. What's up, Ed? <laughs> well, thanks for that, Max. And you didn't call the Cowboys lowdown, did you? You just said you wanted the lowdown? Is only because right? I didn't think of it. Listen, how much <laughs> pressure is on Dak in this one, Ed? <clears throat> Well, I think he recognizes, uh, you know, talking to him this week that this is sort of a legacy game for him that, you know, he's seven years into his career and still hasn't, you know, gotten beyond the divisional round of the playoffs. And so I think he fully recognizes the opportunity. I think, uh, you know, he was asked about, do you still use last year and being the only division winner not to advance to the second round to lose at home to the 49ers? Is that still a motivating force for this team. And before really, you know, the question could be fully answered, he twice said, damn right, damn right. Uh, so I think he's his intensity level is up. His focus is up. Uh, obviously, he, he recognizes he's got to play at a different level. He's got to eliminate the mistakes that have been so prevalent, so uncharacteristically prevalent, really throughout this entire season for him seven consecutive games with an interception, five games with multiple interceptions. The Cowboys aren't going to win if they turn the football over tonight against the Bucs. They're undefeated when they don't turn the ball over, but Dak Prescott's thrown interceptions in seven straight games. Before this season, he'd never done it in more than four straight games. Hey, Ed, I I know from the years of listening to you that you you get a really good and quick read on people, right? Uh, A high EQ, and I'm I'm fascinated by this one because with Dan Quinn on the sideline, the natural question to ask is, you know, what is the pressure on Mike McCarthy? But we all know there's pressure on Mike McCarthy, right, to get a playoff win to go deep this year. But with having Dan Quinn on the sideline and all the interest that he's got last year in the offseason, seeing how Jerry Jones committed to him, is there any kind of uneasiness or awkwardness uh, because of that just looming over the top of the organization? You know, um, it's a good question because it is a unique dynamic that, um, we, you know, we've seen it before with Jerry Jones, right? I mean, it happened with Wade Phillips and Jason Garrett uh, 10 years ago. Wade was uncomfortable because he recognized Jason Garrett was going to be the next head coach of the Cowboys at some point. And, and I think Mike could certainly see that happening with Dan Quinn. And we don't know what Jerry did contractually to convince Dan Quinn to come back uh, for this season, and, and Dan Quinn's already got an interview scheduled next week should the Cowboys lose with the Broncos again. Um, but but really, you know, Dan last year went to bike during this period of time right after the season when he was, you know, being interviewed for all these head coaching positions, and he said, hey, if this is weird for you, I'll leave. And so for that reason, I don't think there's any kind of schism between the two. I don't think Mike McCarthy's looking over his shoulder at his own defensive coordinator. Um, and I think Dan Quinn feels like, you know, he's got a big job ahead of him tonight in this game. You know, they've never beaten Tom Brady. He obviously lost a Super Bowl to Tom Brady uh, that had Mars, uh, his career in the NFL, his, his record in the NFL. And so I think he's got to, you know, he's, I think he'll be more creative tonight with Micah Parsons than they've been. Uh, you know, he's only had like 19 snaps anywhere other than on the defensive line in the last eight weeks of the season. I think you're going to see a more dynamic approach uh, to Tom Brady. And then he's, the big thing is he's got to figure out a way to match up with all the receivers, especially in nickel defense. But I do not think there's any awkwardness between Mike McCarthy and Dan Quinn. I think there was a potential for it last year. 
But the way the two of them handled it directly has resolved that potential issue. If that is, if Dan Quinn's not the guy, and if they decide to part ways, Ed, away from Mike McCarthy, is there an opportunity for Sean Payton and for the Jerry Jones and the Jones family to surrender control finally? Well, Sean Payton, as you know, is is uh, the most accomplished assistant coach who left the organization and went on to become a head coach with another franchise. And he has a great relationship uh, with the Jones family. I know, having talked to Sean over the years, there were times he felt like he could have gotten the Cowboys head coaching job when he was in New Orleans had he wanted it. Now, it, first of all, I think the question is, is, is Jerry Jones going to be willing, after two consecutive 12-win seasons, to move on from Mike McCarthy. You know, Mike McCarthy's done a lot of good things. I think he's really created a sustainable program for winning at a high level, for giving this team a chance in the playoffs every year. I mean, they've overcome quite a bit of adversity as a coaching staff. They went 4-1 and one without Dak Prescott early in the year. They played almost the entire year without Tyron Smith, their Hall of Fame, you know, left tackle. Um, so I think he's done a lot. He's played rookies. Uh, Tyler Smith at left tackle, first rookie left tackle ever to start week one uh, for the Cowboys organization, and he's still at that position. Uh, Deron Bland led the team in interceptions as a fifth-round pick. So I think, I think when you look at all the things Mike's done beyond winning 12 games, and yeah, it'd be horrible to win 12 games two years in a row and not win a single playoff game. And, and to do it when your opponent's the only team with a losing record in the NFL playoffs this year, as the Bucs are, it would be bad. Um, but is Jerry Jones going to be willing to move on from Mike McCarthy and give up draft picks to compensate the New Orleans Saints for Sean Payton and then pay Sean Payton as potentially the highest coach uh, in the NFL? You know, Jerry, I can tell you, has never believed, with very few exceptions, has he gone against this philosophy. He does not believe when you're the Dallas Cowboys that you have to pay a coach at the highest high end of the scale. He just doesn't think a coach is, quite honestly, that valuable. Well, we could just hope that he keeps it up. Thank you, Ed Werner, ESPN <laughs> NFL reporter extraordinaire. Thanks, Ed. Thanks, guys. Take care. Have a good day. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. 
Are we starting to get that same feeling? He was a sixth-round pick. Brock Purdy was dead last. Are we starting to get that same feeling from Brock Purdy? Key, he's on a team with a defense. He's not asked to do too much, all that stuff, but he just looks good doing it. It just it doesn't look like it's luck. It looks like he knows what he's doing. Was it was it Brady's second year? Was it his second year in 01? It, yeah, I think it was. Been. I think it was. Yeah. I think it was his yeah. second year. Second but that, year, yeah. that doesn't. I understand what you're saying. Young yeah. had Young. played, inexperienced, the whole deal. But this is more to me, like this is more to me like Kurt Warner, than it is Tom Brady, uh, because you got Mister Relevant, right? You put that in that situation, but Kurt Warner took over for Trent Green, and didn't look back after that. Tom Brady took over for Drew Bledsoe, but then Drew Bledsoe came in and took the team to the won the won the AFC Championship game and actually took them to the Super Bowl. Uh, Tom Brady didn't take them to the Super Bowl that year. They beat Pittsburgh. It was Drew Bledsoe. So it's it, it's more it's more Kurt Warner ish to me, but I understand the story behind it, and it smells like both of those guys for sure. Yeah, I mean, Q would be a better historian of the game of football than I would be. But it, for me, whoever you're comparing it to, you got to think about the weapons you have around young talent. So when I look at Debo Samuel, when I look at CMC, these guys have big play abilities, right? Mm-hmm. They can turn quick plays key. Like when you hit those guys for a little five-yard slant route, like that turns into like a 40-yard gain. Because these guys, those tools, are those are different weapons you have on the perimeter. That's different. And that's and within the Kyle Shanahan offense, less is more. Like, those simple check down plays, man, like, that goes a long way, keeping it it's simple. Interesting, though, because yeah, we hear. Don't do, don't do anything you exactly, can't do Keith. or shouldn't try to do, Max. Just stay nice and easy within yourself. Do what I need you to do. Don't get all trying to be Superman. But it's interesting because we hear from people who know that – and including on this on our air, that, you know, Shanahan looked at Josh Allen in Buffalo and thought, well, I need me one of them. You know, I need one of those dudes. And so he drafts Trey Lance. And that's what Trey Lance is doing there. But maybe what he's realized over time, or maybe he hasn't, I don't know, but it seems to me as you get more information, you learn more stuff that, you know what, if you can get a Josh Allen, great. They're not growing on trees. They're very hard to develop. And in the meantime, you can win just doing what this guy does. Who cares how you win? But, I, but, but Key, it seems like he thought – he looked at Garoppolo and thought, I need a little extra to get us over the top in the Super Bowl. Is Brock Purdy Garoppolo plus a little extra? Man, he plays with a different type of swag, kind of makes – I don't know. He just – he feel – you know, the first time he took over and he started playing, Max, the first thing I said to you was – Oh, he's here to stay. Yeah, he looks good. Key said it right. Like, and I agree, good. he did. He looked good right away. And I just, you can, it's certain things, I don't know, maybe it's just me, maybe it's other people that played the game, that's been around it. You can look at a dude and you can tell when he's dropping back and he's hitting his back foot and he's ripping the ball. You can look at his eyes and his helmet. He doesn't look spook. All of those sort of things gives you the confidence that this kid here is going to be here and he's going to be a tough out. You can just tell. You you can tell, man. I'm telling you. You think Trey you Lance gets tell. the job back? I, I personally, depending on how far Brock Purdy goes and what he does along the way, if he goes and he wins the Super Bowl, probably not really. 
I might keep Trey Lance yeah. around because I got him on the salary and and you know it's it's not a high salary. I make if he makes it to around. the NFC Championship game and loses, I mean. Then I, then right I'm going to bring him back, obviously, but Trey Lance isn't going anywhere. So Trey Lance is not going anywhere for me, year. even if they win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I think it depends upon how it looks. You know, it depends upon how it looks. Because there, Trey Lance definitely has upside. Like, I, And I, I'm not comparing Trey Lance and Brock Purdy to these two individuals. It just sometimes it leads into that question, though, about I, I asked the same question about Trevor Lawrence and Justin Herbert before. Like, Justin Herbert has more talent. Trey Lance has more talent. But sometimes you see certain players, like, that dude just got that it. It's or a something different winning, kind of talent. Right? Like talent that's harder to measure. comes out in those moments. And yeah. I'm wondering, Brock Purdy, in those moments where he doesn't, because he's not as talented, maybe he is, but there's not a need where he feels like he needs to do more. He can just actually stay within himself because he doesn't have that extra gear type talent. Keith said about that. in Georgia – you're on with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Hey, what's going on, fellas? It's good. Hey, Max, while you're giving out apologies, go ahead and give Shanahan an apology for all that he can only win with Jimmy G. Never, Looks ne- like he can win with that. Mr. Irrelevant. I never said he can only win with Jimmy G. I said he only had one with Jimmy G. Wait, hold could. on, Max. Hold on, It wasn't Max, anti-Shanahan. It was pro-Garoppolo. But there's a big difference. You got to be difference. careful, y'all. You got to be careful, Dennis. Me, catch you with semantics out here, you know? Don't be anti-semantic, Jay. <laughs> That's not what you said. This guy. But Dennis, you know what you heard. You know what you heard. I know what you heard. Yeah, exactly. Don't let him do that. I never went anti I'm I'm high on Shanahan. I always think Shanahan. I never said anything against Shanahan. Okay, so Max, so hold on, Max. Before you try to talk this dude, you said 49ers can't win without Jimmy Garoppolo. Never said it. That means Shanahan can't win. He's the head coach. Oh, Max, what I was doing was highlighting Garoppolo's. Max, I own, own it. How do I not own stuff? I apologize to Daniel Jones. Why are you becoming never, so defensive? Because I never went at Shanahan ever. What I was you went at the 49ers. That's Garoppolo. Shanahan. How good Garoppolo Oh, God, Max, stop. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. <laughs> I handled him. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.